This is the Koinos Community Church Podcast. Subscribe so that you can join us regularly as we look to find ways to close the gap between who we are and who God longs for us to be. Thanks, Emily. Oops, thanks, Emily. Welcome, everybody. My name is Andrew Carpenter. I'm the pastor here at Koinos. Um, like Emily said, you can get up and get more food. It's okay. We'll drink all the coffee that we have. Um, we could probably make more if we have to. Um, I have a couple of questions for you today. Um, it is Super Bowl Sunday, and I'm sure we have plenty of Steelers and Eagles fans, and I've met Cowboy fans up here, which I always think is weird, but... Um, who, who's your team today, by show of hands? Is it the Rams or the Bengals? Anybody got, anybody got the Bengals? Okay, who's got the Rams? Anybody got the Rams? Who, some people didn't answer at all over here, so it's like, okay. So I'm going to widen out the questions a little bit because maybe you're going to watch the Super Bowl and maybe you're not going to watch the Super Bowl. But here's some other questions we might consider for our Super Bowl Sunday. Max, when ready. Okay, so who – watches the Super Bowl for the halftime show. Woo! Okay, yeah, maybe. Got a Snoop Dogg fan over here. Um, I know it. Uh, the commercials, yeah. right? That used to be a really big thing when we, when, we were, when we were younger, when I was younger, because we didn't have, like, a lot of internet back then, like when I was a kid. So it's, like, always – there was no previews of the cool commercials. So commercials, anybody? Yeah, some? Yeah, commercials. Who's not watching? You can admit it. It's okay if you're not going to watch it at all. So it's all good. So these things like uh, the Super Bowl, I heard a statistic like 117 million people or households are going to watch that game regardless of who they're cheering for. Maybe they are watching so they can see a, a little bit of free show of Kendrick Lamar or whatever or whatever new commercial is coming out. Maybe they're super Bengals fans like my brother-in-law. Um, but – all these things that we do in sports or in television or movies or concerts, those kind of things bring us together. They kind of create some belonging. So if you're an Eagles fan, you connect with other Eagles fans. You might see the gear and you're, you're wearing and you are a part of that community, and so you're cheering for that team. Part of what shows, television shows like Freaks and Geeks, I don't know if you guys remember that show, or my so-called life, or the middle, Sue Heck in the middle. These folks, these kids, these people were just trying to fit in. And maybe they didn't want to fit in, but they kind of in the back of their mind wanted to find some people that they felt like they connected with. And that's where our church comes in. That's where a community of believers, a community of folks who are striving to follow after Christ can connect. Um, we're not all alike. We don't all like the same teams. We don't all like the same foods. Um, we didn't like do a survey of who picked fruit and who picked the the highest content of sugar that's not natural over there or anything like that. We all like different things, but we can all belong together. And today, I didn't start this. I didn't get my notes up, so give me just a second to do that. But today, we're going to talk about belonging. And if, if you're new here, we've got some folks that haven't, met, haven't ever been here before. Um, we don't usually have brunch, um, but we like to eat, and we do it, we're starting to do this a little bit more often. 
Um, but we want to take some time today to look at a scripture passage together and have an opportunity to talk through what it really means to belong. Like Emily said, there's an art piece that we're going to, or there's something creative that we're going to do together. Um, there's several little puzzles on your, on your table, and I'll talk about that a little bit here in a minute. But before we do that, I'm going to pray for our food that we've eaten and will continue to eat, and then we'll move into our time of us learning from one another. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the folks that are here, Lord. I thank you for our folks that are online watching. Um, I just pray that you would help us find a sense of belonging, whether it's here or with another community, Lord, that you would fill us with your spirit and that we would find hope in you and rest in you. Uh, I thank you for the food that we've eaten and will continue to eat. I thank you for just all the the fun that we're going to have together today. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Well, so how can we become a community and a space for those, for more folks to belong? The Apostle Paul gives us some clues in his letter to the Romans. Today we're going to have a chance to talk about what he said and how it can impact our lives and our community. Well, let's see how he opens this section. Would anybody be interested in reading? We've got basically two slides to read, and you can read one slide and somebody else can read the other slide. Do I have, a, have somebody that's like confident in their reading skills and their diction that would like to read for us? Emily will come around with a microphone. Anybody? Uh, somebody did it last week. Yep, Michelle will do one, and then Ursula will do the second one, okay? Della, we'll get you next time, okay? I appeal to you, therefore, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is the good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, 1 through 5. For by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function, so we who are many are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. So a couple things I want to point out is that the God mercy, God's mercy, and then we are members of one another. And so part of the reason why Eagles and Steelers fans can get along is through the mercy of God. Right? Part of the reason why I can be from Texas and not be a Cowboys fan is probably the mercy of God, right? <laughs> um, but we also have this opportunity to be, um, be members together, to be members of one another. We aren't... Um, Paul goes on to give us some instructions for building a community of belonging. Um, We won't hit each one because it's a long chapter, but I've kind of divided some things out for us to kind of, that are instructive, that I think will help us. And I want us to have a chance to discuss these ideas and maybe come up with some possible solutions or ideas for better building community. And so what we're going to do, I'm going to have Max put like those first three kind of icebreaker questions up there. Um, If you're sitting at a table by yourself or with only your family members, I want you to move around a little bit and get talk to some folks, okay? 
Um, these are the three questions you're going to ask. And while you're doing that, I would like somebody from each table to come up here and pick up two of these sheets of paper that are sitting up on my uh, dais, whatever this is called, my table. Okay? So those three questions, find a table, find, find a group. If I, have to, if I have to split you up, then we're going to split you up. But you guys can do this. Work with me. Let's get some spaces. I'm going to talk through this stuff. Um, first, start with those three questions. Send somebody up from your table to pick up two of these sheets of paper, and then we'll talk about those two. Ready? Go. Has the ice been broken a little bit? A little bit more? You, no, let's just kind of get it going, get it started. Yeah. Does anybody want to share from their table? Anybody? I'd like to know what makes you smile, because then I'll try to do that a little bit more. Yes, Junia? My dog, Johnny, makes me smile. Your dog, Johnny. Your dog, Johnny, makes me smile, too, actually. Anybody else want to share? Ethan does. Aw, Ethan says his sister makes him smile. That's awesome. Ike and Della. Your dad makes you smile. Does he make you, does he make jokes like dad jokes and stuff? No, he's just silly. <laughs> Della, thank you for raising your hand. Uh po- Pokemon cards. Pokemon cards make you smile. Any of the big kids want to chime in? All babies make me smile. All babies make you smile. I'm, I'm kind of like that, too, I have to admit. So I don't make all babies smile, though, for sure. Anybody else want to share? Oh, Eli does. I'm going to get all the kids in here. Johnny. He says Johnny, too. Johnny and chicken meat, right? <laughs> it's an inside joke, so sorry. Um so you have some questions in front of you based on some some scripture. So, kind of you and each each you should have two, and some of them are going to be duplicated, and so that's okay. But kind of have um, in mind that we're going to ask you to kind of share at the end. And so, if you have some ideas or some thoughts that come up, we'll go around back around and talk through some of that. Um, I'm going to just let you go. So read your scripture passage, and then go over the questions that are on there. All right, and. Feel free to get some food and stuff like that, too. Okay, I want to uh, make sure to fill out your uh, your puzzle pieces, because that's going to be something we're going to do here in a little bit. But So here's the question. Here's the first one, and more than one table may have this, and that's okay. Um, Romans 12, 9 says, Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast, to what is good. Who had that one? Romans 12, 9. Okay. A- anybody else have that one? Okay. And so who wants to read from that group what the questions are? Emily's got a microphone. She's coming over. And then tell us what you guys might have come up with, Dan. Okay, yeah. So the verse is up there. The questions are, what do you think it means for love to be genuine? And what is something good to which you can hold fast? So what did you guys come up with? 
So we, we had a couple of responses to okay. that first one. What does it mean for love to be genuine? Does anyone else want to say something? Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what do you think it means for love to be genuine? We said um, stuff like the things that you do when no one's paying attention and um, to really serve uh, the good of the other, to do something for, for what is best for the other person. Um, that kind of thing. And then the second question, what is something good to which you can hold fast? I had stepped away from the table for a little bit, so I may have missed this conversation. <laughs> we never got there. We're a group of talkers here. So. Was it anything you want to share with the group? <laughs> she does her best not to get me in trouble, so yeah. But we did, we did also have some conversation around this interesting, that is all in one sentence, talking about love and then going straight to hating what is evil and talking about good and evil in the same sentence as love, because that's something that you don't normally associate with love, thinking about good and evil and hating what is evil. Any thoughts on that? What, oh, no, because we may get into that in one of these other questions. So, Okay. Who had Romans 12.10? Romans 12.10. We have a couple of tables with that one. So we'll start up here. One of you guys like to read the questions? No. The first question is, what, action create, what actions create a climate of mutual affection? And we were talking about how when someone first comes to Koinos and we're Maybe it's not their first time, but we never saw them before. It would be showing them affection by greeting them, asking them about their life, talking a little bit about ourselves. And then another thing that was said was listening. Listening is really important, not just doing the talking, but active listening to someone. And the second one was, how can you show honor to someone you know? And I'm not quite sure what what Ethan said, but Ethan said something. Ethan didn't really understand the question. No, but that one, that one I thought he got. He was talking about being respectful to a friend, mm. you know, yeah. which I thought was pretty awesome from someone that young. Cool. Thank you. Any, anything on this, from this other table on Romans t- 12, 10? Um. Oh, we're going to get a microphone to you. It's coming. Oh. Making Emily get her steps in today, like she doesn't already, already, but she does. So, um, the first one, the actions that create a climate of mutual affection, um, we didn't specifically talk about this question, but when we were doing the ones on the screen about what makes us happy, we discovered that we're all dog lovers. So, that kind of reminded me of how we just happen upon a mutual affection that way. And right. we didn't get to the second question. That's okay. Romans twelve thirteen. Who has that one? Hopefully some twelve thirteen. Did you find it? Okay. Okay, what do we have? So read us the questions. And maybe read a question, then answer it, then read the next question and answer it. How's that? Okay, so we have uh, contribute to the needs of others, extend hospitality to strangers, 
Um, we talked about what are the practical needs that you can meet, and that was just um, being kind, um, remembering that people are in different places throughout their day and being kind to them, and then hospitality, um, doing things for other people even when you're having a bad day and maybe don't feel like doing it. Um, and then what does hospitality look like? Did we, is that kind of, we answered that, didn't we? What did hospitality look like? Did anybody else have Romans 12, 13? All right. Moving on to Romans 12, 15. Who had Romans 12, 15? These guys back over here again. Ursula. Emily. Yep, that's her. Who is someone you can rejoice with right now? I was rejoicing with this young couple and their beautiful children. <laughs> I have Ethan in Sunday school, and he's such a little sweetheart. So I was rejoicing with them for having two beautiful children. <laughs> and then the second one was, who is someone with whom you might need to weep? And we said these two weep a lot together. (laughs) (coughs) (coughs) But we laugh a lot too, though, so that's good, right? All right. Romans 12, 17. Do not repay evil. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. I think I saw a hand over here. Is this these guys? So, yeah, do not repay anyone evil for evil. Our question was, what kinds of evil have you personally experienced? And we had all kinds of answers from... Um, I... (laughs) We're going to have to have the kids in church more often. Um, When I was reading Harry Potter book five, I experienced Umbridge, Dolores Umbridge. That was my funny answer, but I also have a real one. Yeah. Um... Also, evil is like racism and sexism. That's evil. Mm-hmm. Yes, we had Dolores Umbridge, racism and sexism. We also had road rage and anger and bullies. We had all kinds of things okay. all over the spectrum. Dolores Umbridge, Dolores yeah. Umbridge. <laughs> Don't let the cats fool you, right? And then what would be a noble response to evil? We talked about um, just repaying evil with good. We talked about... Um, kindness and listening and I think I even mentioned like laughing at things like road rage like for me it was just like if someone wants to be you know dumb instead of just trying to like be mean back you just laugh at the yeah whatever so we a couple different answers for that one too okay cool did anybody else have Romans twelve seventeen? all right twelve eighteen. Oh, did okay Ben's got it Okay, so the first question we had was, why does peacemaking depend on you? And we kind of talked about how peacemaking is an active choice that we have to make, and it's kind of expected, like, interacting with other people, like, we kind of have to make the choice to give them grace and be peaceful with them, as opposed to just expecting someone to. Right. Making the first move. Um, And then that next one, without naming the person, can you acknowledge someone with whom you need to make peace? Did anybody at the table go... Yeah, there's probably somebody I need to... I, I did in my head, personally. Right. But we didn't I really didn't want to share names, no. <laughs> we, we don't need to... T- 
don't need to yeah. rat anybody out here. We didn't get to most of the other questions. We kind of stuck with a lot of the fir- talked a lot about the first one and about sure. the peacemaking choice. Sure. And there's a difference between like peacekeeping and peacemaking, right? Peacekeeping is kind of this passive. Well, we're going to stand here and kind of try to make everybody happy. Whereas in peacemaking, you actually figure out how to confront stuff that's wrong and make reparations and those types of things, reconciliation. Um, Romans 12, 21. I think this is our last one that we have. It's over here on this table. Anybody else have Romans 12, 21? We have one over here too. So we're going to go to both of them. Let's start over here. So the first question here is, how can one keep from becoming overwhelmed by evil? And um, what we answered for this one was um, surrounding yourself with good people, people who treat you well and who make you want to do good in return. Um, And then what are some ways we can overcome evil with good? Um, We talked about repaying evil with kindness and showing even those we don't like with kindness because it's what's that's what the right thing to do is very good thank you yeah make sure to do your puzzle pieces guys gals folks all right same question table number x can you read the question how can one keep from becoming overwhelmed by evil um, um, Do you forget what we talked about? <laughs> I don't know that we have anything that different than what they said. I mean, just little things like surround yourself with people, taking a moment of silence before you react. And then the second question, what are some ways we can overcome evil with good? We talked about, yeah, there's that, like if someone harms you in some way, rather than seeking revenge, whatever that may look like, um, breaking the cycle by using forgiveness. Also, you could try to point out that it's not right and maybe try them tell to them to be maybe less evil and stuff. That's good. I got lost. What did she say? She said you could point out, tell, talk, con- confront, tell the person what they did so they can maybe be less evil. Sure, right. Because oftentimes people do stuff and we don't, we just let it go um, and we, we try to, yeah, we try to just let it blow past us, and it's still bothering us, right? And so sometimes it's good to say, hey, that hurt, and I need to, I need to have something happen here. So whether you're going to get forgiven or give forgiveness. Um, so part of, part of what we are as a church, as a group of churches, is this Brethren in Christ. So this group of churches throughout Pennsylvania and kind of all over the place one of we have these values, these core values, and one of these core values is this belonging to the community of faith. It says we value integrity in relationships, in a mutual accountability, in an atmosphere of grace, love, and acceptance. And that's part of who we want to be at Koinos Community Church. That's not just the the big picture of the BIC. It's who we want to be. We want to be a place for people to belong, a place for people to understand that they can connect and have a relationship with the folks that are in this room and in our neighborhood, uh, folks from all over Berks County can connect with you guys and see the light of Jesus in you. So I'm glad you guys participated today. I'm glad you guys got a chance to 
to know each other and connect with each other a little bit. Um, as you have those um, puzzle pieces in front of you, I'm going to have John put some music on, and then I'm going to kind of point the tables and have you, we're just going to kind of take a minute, think about some of the things you thought about today, but I'm going to point to the tables and have you guys take your puzzle piece back to the back table, the square table, and put them together. And then when you're done, then the next table will go. And then when you're done, the next table will go. And I also have some blank pieces that I'll hand to a couple of you to put in. Don't color them. Just put them in the, pa- in the puzzle. Okay? So, John, if you want to put a little bit of music on, which table's done with their puzzle pieces? We'll start with Ethan's table back here. Okay? Give us just a second. We're going to wrap up our morning, this part of our morning. You guys are welcome to stick around for a while. Um, We've lost control of the room. I've lost control of the room. It's okay. I don't need to have, I don't need control. I need, uh, I need you guys to take the candy and stuff and make sure to take the food, have some to-go coffee and things like that. We're glad you're here this morning. Let me pray for us, and then we'll be dismissed. But again, stick around. Super Bowl doesn't start for hours, and some of y'all aren't even watching it, so it's all good. Let's pray. God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for our time together, Lord. I thank you that we can just have a conversation around uh, the words that you inspired Paul to give to us. And I just pray that we would um, not only create a sense of belonging, but we would sense that we belong. We love you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you guys. You're you're dismissed. Thanks for listening to the Koinos podcast. If you like what you hear, like, subscribe, and share it. You can connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at CC and on YouTube at Koinos Community Church. Until next time, be well, do good, and love others.